0: All right. Awesome. I am so glad you're joining me. And today we're going to talk about building resiliency. And as, um, you know, I contemplate what that means for me in my own life and all the people that I work with, it's really this core element that is so helpful towards really having control over our emotional state and not feeling like a victim to, you know, all the different things and chaotic things in our life, Um, you know, there's some days that just feel crazy. And, uh, you know, maybe you're having one of those days today. Um, Maybe you're short staffed. uh, Maybe your kids are on summer break, and they're driving you nuts and going to bed super late. Ask me how I know. <laughs> uh, maybe you have some patients that are showing up and they're just being a real pain in the neck and being super ungrateful and refusing to pay and you know being really demanding. Uh, maybe you have patients that are just talking nonstop and not allowing you to even get started with the procedure. Um maybe you've been going through a rough patch with your partner or your spouse. Um, maybe you have an office manager that has been with you for like 15 years and they just suddenly quit on you. Um, maybe you found out that you have a medical diagnosis, whatever the case may be. I just want to give you a lot of reassurance that whatever you're going through, um, the tools I'm going to give you right here, um, in this video, or if you're listening to the podcast, then the podcast Um, The tools that I want to give you are really going to help you to manage your emotional state, no matter what it is that you're handling. Um, So let's go with the example of your office manager quitting on you. Okay. This is what I want you to do. And and I want you to translate it to whatever is relevant to you. So I'm going to go with the example of your office manager quitting, but You use it for whatever you want. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. Let's say you just got in an argument with your partner. Let's say your kids are driving you bananas. Whatever it is, translate it. After I go through this example, translate it for you. Okay? For your situation. So this is what I want you to do. Step one, I want you to look at the facts of the situation. Okay? So for those of you that are watching the video, I'm going to use my little whiteboard here. I love my little whiteboard <laughs> okay so ask yourself what are the facts of the situation in the case of the office manager quitting the facts of the situation are the words that the office manager said like I resign or I don't want to work here anymore maybe maybe they gave you a letter right and that's the fact um, okay so I'm going to put office manager quits All right. Everybody, let me back up. Notice that the office manager quitting is a fact. Everybody in the entire planet, no matter their financial status, religion, skin color, eye color, whatever, everybody's going to agree on the facts. Now, you may have a whole bunch of thoughts about the facts like, oh my goodness, where am I going to find another office manager? I can't believe she did this to me. Um, You know, the timing is horrible. Um, I'm never going to be able to find a suitable replacement. Um, I thought that she was really loyal to me. Um, uh, Maybe I wasn't doing a good job of keeping her happy. Maybe I should have given her a raise. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to have a ton of thoughts, more than likely, about the facts. And what I want to point out to you is that those are your thoughts. Now, you may have the thought, um, you know, where on earth am I going to find another office manager? And it may feel really true to you that it's very hard to find staff, maybe since COVID or even before COVID, it's been really tricky for you to find reliable staff for your office. So it may feel really true to think to yourself that you're never gonna find a suitable replacement. Just because it feels true, doesn't mean that it's a fact, like a cold hard fact, okay? If I were to use a different example, let's say I have an argument with my husband The facts of the situation would be the words that were exchanged in that conversation, in that argument, for example. If I were to think to myself, oh my gosh, my husband is so irritating. And (laughs) wherever my husband is, I love him. (laughs) I feel like I frequently use this as an example and I don't want to throw him under the bus. It's just the first thing that comes to my mind. So just work with me. Um, In any case, if I were to have an argument with him, the, the actual conversation, those would be the facts of the situation, the words that were spoken. Any thoughts that I have about it would just be my thoughts. Any thoughts that I have about him being irritating, being whatever, these are just my thoughts. Okay. So whatever it is that you're thinking about the facts You wanna make sure that you're really cognizant of the fact that you're entitled to think whatever you want about the facts of the situation, okay? That said, your thoughts are just thoughts. They're not facts. And here's the thing your thoughts actually will determine how you feel about the situation. So let's, continuing continuing on with this example of your office manager quitting, let's say your thoughts are, I'm never gonna find a replacement. Okay, so I'm just jotting this down on the whiteboard. I'm never going to find replacement now if this is your predominant thought this will determine how you feel about the situation more than likely if you're thinking to yourself that you're never gonna find a replacement you're gonna feel pretty hopeless maybe hopeless or helpless I'm gonna write down hopeless and you really are not going to feel like you have any control over the situation whatsoever. Now, in this situation, it's very easy to think that the office manager quitting is what is determining and, uh, in other words, automatically making you feel hopeless. And that couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. The fact that is the office manager quit. Your thought about it is what's determining how you feel. So the thought, I'm never gonna find a replacement, is what leads to the feeling of hopelessness, okay? Now, I want to just say this one more time. Believe it or not, your thoughts about the facts are just thoughts. They are not facts in and of themselves. So if you're dwelling on this thought of, I'm never going to find a replacement, and you have that thought on repeat, as most of us do with a lot of thoughts, right? Each of us have different thoughts that we have on repeat over and over and over. And these thoughts, when thought a bunch of times over and over, they become beliefs. Okay? So once we have a thought that has become a belief, it can be harder for us to really see it and treat it as simply a thought. We start to really believe it and think that it's a fact. But what I'm doing right here is handing you a tool. I'm telling you, guess what? We have like 60,000 thoughts. There's been some estimates that we have 60,000 thoughts per day floating around in our brain. (laughs) And what I'm here to point out is those are thoughts. In other words, they're opinions. Now you may believe them to be true, but they're not actually true. And this is both the best news on the planet and the worst news, okay? It's the worst news because more than likely, if you've been believing certain thoughts and thinking them, over and over and over and over, you're going to get a little bit defensive when you hear me say that more than likely, right? Like, you know, let's say you just got in an argument with your husband and you're like, no, 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 no. Really? He is super irritating. (laughs) I've felt that way (laughs) towards my husband, towards my kids, towards so many people in my life. No, no, I promise you, it is a fact that they're irritating, right? Now, This isn't to say that your experience may not feel that way, right? In other words, I should probably just keep sticking with the office manager example. You may really believe that you're never going to find an office manager and that may feel very, very true to you. Okay. And yet what I'm telling you is that is not a fact. That's simply your way of interpreting the situation, the facts, which are your office manager quit, okay? Now, the reason why it's the best news ever that your thoughts are not facts is because that means that you can actually change your thoughts and you can determine how you feel about any situation in your life, simply by changing how you think, okay? Again, the way you think about a situation is going to determine how you feel about it. There's so much more I can tell you about this, but I'm gonna keep it really simple for the purposes of today, okay? Once you learn that you have control over how you think about things, what you're learning is that the situation does not determine it for you. It doesn't determine how you think and feel. Again, office manager quitting doesn't automatically make you hopeless. Okay? Now, here's the thing. Just because you're starting to learn that the facts of the situation, your situation doesn't determine how you feel, it doesn't mean automatically that you're gonna actually want to feel happy about everything, okay? So I'm giving you a tool to help you to learn how to be more resilient and potentially feel better about your life in general, but, that, but please don't confuse that with The notion that you should be happy all the time or that you should even want to be happy all the time. In fact, I would argue that if you liked your office manager, you probably aren't going to be all that happy that they quit, right? So just because we know that we can control our thoughts and therefore our feelings about a situation doesn't mean that we should want to feel happy or to try to generate feelings that are positive about any and every situation. Okay. So office manager quitting, assuming you like the office manager, I can think of plenty of other situations where I would legitimately want to be upset maybe if a a relative of mine got a terminal uh, medical diagnosis, um, if I got in a car accident, if my kid just gets a scrape on their knee, I don't wanna be happy about these things. I'm gonna have certain thoughts that will probably lead to some negative or uncomfortable feelings. And that's totally okay. The point is, that you're learning that the situation is not dictating how you feel. The situation doesn't dictate it, nor do anybody else's actions, okay? When you learn that you are in control and only you can determine how you think and how you feel about a situation, you're gonna feel so much more empowered in your own life and so much less of a victim. Suddenly you feel much more capable and in control of what's actually in your control, which is your inner world, and much less fixated on potentially feeling the need to control other people or the situation, okay? Now, going back to this example of the office manager, If the office manager quitting automatically would make me feel hopeless or maybe even angry, okay, and let's just say that was a fact that whatever happens in my life determines how I feel, then of course I would feel the need to um, control the situation, right? Because that would be the only way to make myself feel better. Once I can control other people, once I can control the situation, and I can get those things to behave, then I can be happy, right? But that's just not how it works. In reality, in our lives in general, we cannot control every aspect of our life in terms of the situation, how people behave, how people respond to things, the words people tell us, et cetera. We can't control other people, right? So just think about how exhausting it can potentially be when our emotional lives are dependent on the situation and other people cooperating and behaving the way that we want them to behave. It's really exhausting because guess what? We can't do it. And so if we continue to attempt and attempt and attempt, we're getting exhausted and we're continuing to believe that our emotional life depends on all of these factors cooperating and behaving. And instead what I'm offering you is just the opposite. In reality, when we recognize that the facts Of our lives the situations words that people tell us etc all these things are a hundred percent neutral and we get to determine what we think about the facts and ultimately our thoughts are what create our feelings this is revolutionary this is absolutely huge because what we're talking about now is fully taking ownership fully taking control over our emotional state, okay? We're not blaming it on anybody or anything. We're taking control over our emotional state. This is truly one of the biggest gifts that I have given myself through investing in coaching, through all the different coaches that I have worked with, to be able to hone this And this is something that I help every single one of my clients every day. These are people that want to feel more in control of their own lives. They want to feel more at peace. They want to feel more balanced and less reactive to all of the chaos in their lives. This to me is the definition of resiliency. Okay. Again, it doesn't mean that we're happy all day, every day. It means that we can feel whatever feeling knowing that we've generated that through the way that we're thinking as opposed to just looking at the situation and thinking that that's going to automatically determine it. Anything can happen externally. When I have internal resiliency, anything can be happening. And I know that I can always find shelter and peace within myself, I can take care of my internal world without feeling like a victim, okay? When I recognize that I create my own feelings, I'm less afraid of feeling a negative feeling because I know that it's just up to me. If I wanna change my feelings, all I need to do is have a very small shift in how I'm thinking about the situation. Again, it doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to want to do that every time, but I know that I'm in control of it, right? So remember that nobody or nothing, right, actually has the power to make you feel good. Changing your situation can can be great, but that ultimately isn't the ticket to really feeling good. It's all an inside job. So that is what I have for you. If you're interested to learn more about coaching with me, and if you want to know if working together might help you to harness your own emotional life so that you can create the life that you really want, then go to my website, drnatanya.com. You can schedule a complimentary call, and I look forward to getting acquainted with you. I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye.